try to keep my opinion out of all of my podcast episodes because it's really about what the guest thinks. For me, though, per- Hey everybody, welcome back to Opinionated College Students. If you're coming back in from previous episodes, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. If this is your first episode, thanks for tuning in. Um, We have lots to talk about this episode, but before we get any farther, I do want to put a disclaimer. On this episode, we will be talking about gun violence and gun safety. And if there may be be some sensitive, sensitive topics that we talk about in this episode. So I just wanted to prepare everybody for that. Um, for this episode, I have Matt, or welcome him back. Um, Hi. And <laughs> I know that a lot of you had asked me, how did Matt's job go that he had mentioned in the previous episodes? So I've already let Matt talk a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So uh, we were talking about how the coronavirus has affected people. And so um, my work called me like, gosh, maybe three or four weeks ago. And said that I was getting furloughed because uh, I work at this giant furniture store um, in Kansas City. And so they said I need to start collecting unemployment. And I was like, okay, great. So um, basically, um, I've been collecting unemployment checks for like two or three weeks now. And the income is great because they pay like, um, they get, you get like $600 more than you normally would because of the regulations or that the government put in place. And so that's been able to sustain me and my family. And my work said that they're going to give me a bonus when we open the store, uh, when I show up for work the first day and I don't quit and find another job. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy unemployment until I get back to work. So, so it's actually working out pretty good. Cool. So you decide to just go ahead and get a hold of unemployment instead of pursuing the roofing job. Oh my gosh. Uh, I pursued the roofing job and it was not for me. So I did not stick with that job. It was, it was pretty bad. So <laughs> yeah, I understand. It sounded kind of nerve wracking, but I was wishing the best. Oh. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. Like I've said before, we're going to be talking about gun violence, gun safety, gun laws. Um, I definitely do want to start with um, letting Matt kind of say his opinion on how he feels like the current laws are. Does he feel like they need to be more regulated? And just kind of how he feels about everything going on, especially with the gun laws in the United States and in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. So my dad was in the military for years and years, and he's a firm believer in the Second Amendment, and, and uh, which you know the right to bear arms. So um, I grew up uh, very firmly believing in the Second Amendment. Um, I own a gun, and I don't really go hunting or anything because uh, I just I don't think I have the heart to like shoot a deer or, um, but. <laughs> I do have a gun just in case someone were to break down my door and want to kill me or my family. So, um, but I do support the Second Amendment. Um, I think it's really important uh, for citizens to be able to not only protect themselves and their family, but 
also to be able to protect themselves from um, maybe a government that could potentially rise up and uh, try to take over and take over people's rights. So um, I, I, I do really support the NRA to the most part. And um, I've never like sent the money or anything like that, but um, I, uh, I think what they're doing is, uh, is important in America. I'm definitely glad you brought up the Second Amendment and the NRA because most of the times after a mass shooting, which we'll get further into and talk more about here in a little bit, many people, when other sides say that we need to have gun regulation, they're like, you're taking away my Second Amendment right, we're taking away your gun, you're yeah. taking away my guns, stuff like that. And I try to keep my opinion out of all of my podcast episodes because it's really about what the guest thinks. For me, though, per- preferably, I do understand where you're coming from with, you know, believing in the Second Amendment and that you own a gun because in my house we do have multiple guns. And it, I think it's also important that oh. um, people keep in mind that although you, you know, you have every right to bear arms, that second, you know, we're just asking for more regulation because I did some research and according to usconcealedandcarry.com, the law in Kansas for the concealed and carry is that the person must be 21 years of age and must pass an eight-hour handgun safety course. But when there's no um, background checks on private sales, mm-hmm. it's just if you go and do it from a federal firearms dealer. And so I thought that was oh, really wow. interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah. know how you felt about the whole concealed and, concealed and carry law. To me, I'm, you know, I kind of support it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, at some times there's, it's not really necessary to have yeah. concealed and carry. Well, okay. So here's where I would, um, here's where I, I stand on that. I think conceal and carry, um, is very important because it puts guns in the hands of law abiding citizens because obviously the law. So they're going to carry a gun on them, uh, whether there's a law in the books to do it or not. So like if you know, you had all these like tragedies, like, um, like Sandy hook and, uh, all these schools like Virginia tech, like imagine if there was one person who was a good guy who had a gun on him. They could have taken down, uh, you know, a terrible person who's committing these awful acts. And so, I mean, I just think like, you know, like, I I don't know. I just, I I really feel like if you can put more guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, then it's going to be a good thing. But, um, I mean, I, would, I I actually have a conceal and carry license. I did the course, and it was like an all-day Saturday where I sat in a classroom, and they talked about what to do, what not to do. Um, and I've only honestly carried my gun on me like two or three occasions, and it was when I went down to Kansas City, and I was taking Ashley, my wife, and we were going ice skating, and like... Um, the last time I went down to crown center to go ice skating, we kind of like had to park in the ghetto to get a parking spot. And it made me nervous. Like if you've ever been in a parking garage where it's really dark at night and it's like an inner city 
it just kind of made me feel pretty uncomfortable. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just carry my gun with me. And, uh, yeah, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't carry it that often, but, um, but I, I, I think it's good though. Like, I don't know what the, um, like, I guess I'd be curious to see like what the crime rates are, uh, in states that have open carry laws and states that don't or like concealing carry, like what they are in Texas compared to like Chicago or something. I know in Kansas, with the research that I've done, Kansas actually lets their permits or anybody else's permits from other states carry over. Most of all the other states can carry over into Kansas. Um, but I do agree with you, it'd be interesting to see where laws are different. I'm mainly focused on the state of Kansas because yeah. that's both where we live. And I think that with Kansas having such an mm-hmm. open carrying concealed, concealed and carried, excuse me, um, laws that it was very very important to kind of talk about them because yeah for me i don't know how i mean i definitely can't stress it enough to say that i do agree with you that if we get somebody who knows what they're doing and is in the right mind that they should have that concealed and carry and should have that option but at the same time we also have to understand that if somebody really wanted to get a gun no matter what they're gonna get it and i guess that's where i'm at like also stressing that guns aren't toys because a lot of the mass shootings with example with parkland high school yeah. that happened two years ago um with parkland what happened you know this kid you know he grew up and he know not he knew not to mess with guns and he wound up getting a hold of somebody else's gun and mm. causing it and so i feel like it's a good thing to also stress that guns aren't toys but you there's always going to be that one person if i guess yeah. that's what i'm saying um because I also did more research, and according to Ballotpedia.org, on February 27, 2019, the House passed a bill requiring that a federal background check be put on all firearm sales. But then Trump administration said that he would automatically veto the bill if it was sent mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying is I do understand where you're coming from, but for me, I also really am like, I feel like there should be more than just you know, this eight hour course, I feel like there should be, yeah. you know, a mental background check. And that's just my opinion, because with me, it's like, if I have to go through a couple more hoops to get, you know, the firearm that I want. Yeah. Fine. But it also comes stems from just knowing that no matter what, if somebody really wants to get a gun, they're going to do it no matter what. Yeah. And that's, that's really, I mean, I, uh, I think honestly that a lot of Republicans support the NRA and Trump being a Republican, he probably doesn't want, want to go against the grain. Uh, if, if you were to say, yeah, the, you know, federal background checks need to happen. Well, I don't know. I mean, that seems like common sense to me, you know, it's like get a background check and then you can get a gun. It's like, that's not really infringing on, um on on people's rights to bear arms so i mean obviously i don't want anyone who's like not mentally right to be able to get their hands on a gun you know it's like i don't know that that just seems like common sense to me yeah i definitely think we agree on that point that you know if it's if it's a little bit more check requirements to get the gun we would be fine with it just because we don't want anybody who's not mentally stable getting that. 
And that's what brings me to my next point, and that's why I put the disclaimer yeah. into yeah. this video because I do want to get into the topic of mass shootings because, unfortunately, there's been way too many in the United States. And actually, according to the Gun Violence Archive, which is where they keep all of, like, the storage for mass shootings and they check all the stuff to see if it meets the requirements for a mass shooting, there's been yeah. 82 mass shootings in the U.S. as of March 31st, 2020. And obviously, wow. we can't be like... This is the way you need to stop it because neither you or I are politicians and we don't have the answers. But I guess for me, it's like, how do you feel about there's, you know, the Republican side saying, well, you know, we need to, you know, teach people better and you're not going to take away my guns because, you know, people kill people, not the guns. And then there's a Democratic side who's saying, no, you need to put more regulations on guns this wouldn't happen if you know you made sure that he was mentally stable and i just didn't know how you like where where do you fall on that range scale so i mean obviously like when you look at these mass shootings uh, it's not like automatic weapons i mean those are like banned uh, um which is good because obviously you don't want someone whose intent is to kill people to have a weapon that can do a lot of damage in a short amount of time. So that's great. But, um, you know, as a Christian, I feel like we shouldn't blame guns for the evil that's inside of a man's heart. And it kind of makes me think that, like, if more people were... Um, you know, doing what Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself. And, um, you know, you wouldn't have these mass shootings. So it just kind of, um, I just feel like if someone who's, who has an intent to kill someone, if we take away the guns, they're going to use vans, they're going to use dynamite, they're going to use hammers, knives, swords. They're going to find another way to kill somebody. So, I mean, I don't I don't really blame the gun. Um, it's kind of like blaming your pencil for uh, making a mistake. It's, it's like it's not the pencil's fault. Or it's like uh, blaming a fork for making you fat. It's like, I don't know. I just, uh, I think that... Um, People need to be accountable for their own actions. And when these tragedies happen, it's just, it's devastating for people. Um, it like breaks my heart. Like, I, I can't remember. I think it was like Sandy Hook. I think it was in Connecticut. Um, like, when I heard that like some crazy gunman went into a school and killed like 20 plus first graders, like, that was just the most sad news I could ever imagine and my my own son I think he was like a first grader at the time so it was you know it's just it's terrible when stuff like this happens and um, I just wish that um, maybe people would try to be really responsible because I feel like I think in that story um, I can't remember I think it was a teenager or something that killed his mom and then got into her guns and then went on that shooting spree. I think, I mean, do you remember that story at all? Um, 
I don't remember that one. I do know with okay. Sandy Hook, it was a grown adult. Um, okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, I, it just really makes me sad. But um, I just feel like you can't really blame the gun for the violence and um i think in the future technology is going to get better where i'm hoping this comes out um where in order to fire a gun your fingerprint has to match uh what the gun so so the gun can shoot i've heard this technology is coming out and i think it's so, so cool that way um you know if in a situation where like a, a kid kills his parents but the gun won't fire unless the mom's finger uh, activates the trigger, then he won't be able to use it. So I think that's great. But um, I'm sure that technology is down the road and, you know, doesn't help us now. So <laughs> No, but I definitely think that would be something interesting to look into. And I do see your point with the whole, you know, blaming the gun and, you know, you can't really blame the gun. And I think kind of taking the step back from, um, I haven't really discussed this on my podcast, but you brought in, you know, with Christianity and love thy neighbor, which I strongly believe in that you should treat every single person you meet with kindness and respect, you know, because you never know what yeah. they're going through. Um, I did not grow up in a very Christian home. Religion was not something that was discussed and not something really that I apply to my, you know, I apply to my everyday life. So for me, it's one of those things like, I look at something from a completely different view than what you do. But I do agree with you on that point that if we're going to blame the, you know, we need to look at blaming the people instead of blaming the gun. Yeah. So that's where I guess yeah. where I like, I fall in the middle because I believe that we should have more gun regulation. I think that, you know, if I have to, you know, jump through a couple more hoops just to get that gun, that's fine with me. Because then at least I know it's yeah. not going to wind up in the hands of somebody who no matter how hard, you know, I try to be nice to them or you try to be respectful to them, they're still going to wind up going and using that gun for evil. So I guess that's where I'm like, I'm stuck right yeah. in the middle. But I do like the fact that you brought that point up because, as you said before, many of the Republicans tend to lean on that side of, you know, Second Amendment rights, stuff like that. But I definitely yeah, agree yeah. with you there. Like, And it's so hard with this, especially with the mass shootings, because it's weird, and I've seen it brought up multiple times on social media, gun violence and gun safety and stuff like that is never really talked about and brought mm. up about until there's a mass shooting in America. So yeah, it's like, for yeah. me, I feel like having a healthy discussion talking about each other's point of view, whether you disagree with them or not, is something really important to do. And that's why, like, like, although you and I don't exactly agree, I think it was good to kind of, like, talk about it because then you can be like, okay, I see where this other side's coming from and it's something that needs to be addressed more. Um, but I believe what we have with this discussion is a great discussion. And it with that, I think it's a great way to kind of wrap up the episode. And I do want to mention, if you guys have any feedback, you guys can, you know, go on my Facebook, go on my Twitter kind of let me know how you feel about it and kind of, you know, express your opinion about it. Cause I want to know the whole point of this podcast is to let people know, you know, express their opinion about it. Um, but I do thank Matt for coming on talking about it, even though you and I seem to not fully agree on it. 
sure but it's still a very good healthy discussion to have and talk about um as i said before in previous podcasts my podcast is now out on google podcast spotify apple podcast wherever you listen to your podcast um i have a patreon on facebook twitter um you can go check out all of those social media go let me know your opinion let me know how i'm doing um, and that's where i'll post all the information about upcoming episodes thank you matt again for coming on thank you for kind of letting Thanks. the listeners know about how everything went with your job because i know they were wondering about that yeah ah. how that all went down um <laughs> if you guys can tune back in i'll have the fifth episode out here pretty soon and i will see you guys later <laughs>